0: You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, a recap of today's top stories in central Virginia.
1: From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. A new report from Virginia's Department of Elections calls the 2020 elections, quote, the most safe, secure and successful election in the history of the state. The report says the Commonwealth set a new record for turnout with three out of four registered voters casting a ballot. The majority of people voted before Election Day. However, the report did note some major problems with election administration in the city of Richmond. VPM's politics reporter Ben Pavier has been working on the story. We'll hear from him in a few minutes. Let's get to the other top headlines from our region. Virginia Democrats continue to push for legislation this session to hold law enforcement accountable for misconduct. But as Whitney Evans reports, most of those efforts to police the police were cut short.
0: A bill that would require police agencies to release body camera footage failed to pass the House. This disappointed advocates like Chelsea Higgs-Wise, who says lawmakers are ignoring community voices.
1: When we say we need to hear the tapes, when we say our side of the stories, legislators said we're still going to take the word of cops.
0: Advocates called for other changes last summer after the death of George Floyd sparked nationwide protests. They included ending qualified immunity for police officers. Striking the policy would allow people to sue officers for violating their rights under Virginia's constitution. Law enforcement groups oppose the effort. John Jones is executive director of the Virginia Sheriff's Association. The proponents of this bill say law enforcement officers can do whatever they want and walk away. That is incorrect. That does not happen. Another police accountability bill, one requiring officers to report misconduct among their ranks or face discipline, is still up for consideration. Whitney Evans, BPM News.
1: Starting next month, middle and high school students in Chesterfield County can return to in-person learning. The school board voted overwhelmingly earlier this week to send students back to classrooms. Before the vote, high school teacher Liz O'Shea told the board why it's essential for students to continue to have the option to learn virtually.
0: One of my students works 40 hours a week at a grocery store and then goes with her mother to clean office buildings from 10 p.m. until 3 a.m. every weekday. She comes to my study hall or meets me on Saturdays to make up her work.
1: Return to in-person classes will start on March 9th, four days after all teachers and staff are expected to be fully vaccinated. A proposed stream restoration project on Richmond's Rattlesnake Creek was canceled last week after concerns were raised about impacts on the ecosystem and surrounding neighborhood. VPM News intern Clara Hazlett has more.
0: Spent my childhood in the '60s playing
1: in Rattlesnake Creek. I was wanting to get involved
2: to protect that.
1: This afternoon, Richmond Mayor Lavar Stoney will give his annual State of the City Address. This is Stoney's first State of the City Address since winning re-election last November. Administration officials familiar with his remarks told VPM that Stoney will promote a recovery plan focused on increasing access to public transit and equitable economic development. He'll also focus on rebuilding the relationship between the public and police after a summer of racial justice protests. The speech will be live-streamed on the city's social media pages at 3.30 this afternoon. VPM's Roberta Roldan will have a full story online at VPM.org news. Chesterfield Health officials will be holding a virtual conversation tonight about the state and county's vaccination efforts. The director of the Chesterfield Health District, Dr. Alexander Samuel, will lead the discussion. The virtual event starts at 6.30 PM and will be streamed on the county's YouTube channel and Facebook page. People can submit questions through Facebook during the event. It's been three months since voters cast their ballots in November. A new report from Virginia's Department of Elections calls that vote, quote, the most safe, secure and successful election in the history of Virginia. Here to talk about that report is VPM's Ben Pavier. Hi, Ben. Hello. Now, Ben, this was a pretty contentious election. Uh, Why did the state think it was so successful?
2: I put that question to Chris Piper, Virginia's commissioner of elections. He says election officials were under a ton of scrutiny. They had to enact a bunch of new voting laws passed by the General Assembly, and they did it with record voter turnout. Three out of four registered voters cast their ballots. 45 days of early voting uh, really opened up the process uh, to a lot more uh, individuals. We saw other minor things that I I don't think people realize. uh, First of all, the drop-off locations, the prepaid postage, those kinds of changes. Piper says those changes are one reason 60% of voters ended up casting their ballots early.
1: And we know that some of those changes sparked concerns about fraud. Did the state find any evidence of that? Piper says he's not
2: aware of any instances of voter fraud. But the report did say that calls about fraud were way up this year. Piper says people are often confused about the election process. It's our job to sit around and think of worst case scenarios and protect against those. And we just need to do a better job explaining what those, uh, what those protections are. To that end, the state is about to do its annual test of ballot scanners next week.
1: So state elections went well, but there have been big concerns here in Richmond about the way Registrar Kirk Showalter handled things. Richmond's Board of Elections removed her from her post last week. Did the state report get into that at all?
2: It did. It said Richmond election officials struggled to keep up with the volume of absentee ballot applications. And once the ballots got in, they struggled to process them. It got so bad at one point, election workers found a box with a thousand mail-in ballots that had not been processed. I asked Jim Knockman what happened there. He's head of Richmond's Board of Elections. There's nothing more than I would like than to tell you exactly everything that happened and why it happened, but I'm, I can't do it at this time. That's because Showalter, the former registrar, is planning on filing a lawsuit related to her firing. She's denied any wrongdoing. Showalter also faced criticism for her delayed response to state open records laws and for her handling of a COVID outbreak in her office.
1: So that's what happened in Richmond. Did any other places have issues with how elections were administered? They did. Um, The Department of
2: Elections says it was repeatedly misled, I'm quoting there, by the registrar in New Kent County, Karen Bartlett. In an email to VPM, Bartlett denied that. She said she was fully transparent with the state and even asked for their help. The Board of Elections will consider all of the findings in the report when it meets later this month.
1: Okay, so now that the election's behind us, what comes next?
2: The General Assembly is considering a few changes to election law. One bill from Democratic Delegate Skyler Van Volkenberg would require registrars to begin processing absentee ballots before polls close to speed up the process. My bill really focuses on that piece, which is voters who are just kind of casual observers of the news turning on their TV and being able to see the votes coming in and not having to wait until 11 or 12 o'clock at night. His bill would also make ballot drop boxes permanent. It passed the House without any Republican support. We'll see how it does in the Senate.
1: All right. Well, that's all the time we have today, Ben. Thanks for joining us.
2: Happy to do it. This newscast was recorded
0: on
1: Wednesday, February 10th at 8 p.m.
0: Some of these stories may have changed from the time you've heard them. You can stay connected to What Matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpn.
2: VPM